episode we feature Kenny Harrison from Carnales Car Club out of New Zealand and Kenny talks to us about his cars, his builds, the style in which he builds them, the club, and their fondness for 70s style period correctness. So sit back and enjoy and here we go with Kenny. Tell us about low riding in New Zealand. Just give us the quick once over and then we can kind of jump into specific questions. Yeah, man. Yeah, so New Zealand low riding. Um, there's a few of us doing it now, but um, it is still. Um, it's got a pretty short history uh, in New Zealand. Um, cars started to come in sort of mid mid eighties, um, but even then it was pretty small, and those cars disappeared slowly. Because um, uh, here it started off uh, hot riding was a real big thing. Low riding was just unheard of. No one really knew about it. So those cars that came in in the 80s, they um, disappeared and they turned into uh, hot rods. <laughs> um, but yeah, so then through the 90s, I guess, when we we're all, the, our, my generation were growing up, we all um, saw the music videos and um, with the lowriders in there and all of that sort of thing. Um, yeah, uh, that's when things started happening, you know, those are the early days through the 90s. And then, um, yeah, from, yeah, I guess that's how it started, really. Yeah. So would it be safe to say, then, if I'm, if I'm understanding you correctly, that in the 90s with videos and, like, music videos and movies, yeah. New Zealanders had, had an exposure to lowriding, and that's what got you all interested? Yeah, yeah, music videos. Lowrider magazine came out here as well, so that always, that helped. Um, yeah, that's basically how it started. Until the um, internet started, got big, and then it was, everyone could access it, you know, it was, yeah. Right, and that's right. Yeah. Well, yeah, so I'm, I'm holding in my hand the Carnales yearbooks. Yeah. Um, what interests me about Carnales Car Club is the is the influence of the 70s style yep so tell me yeah. about that how, how is it that you guys were gravitated toward the 70s style of low riding um i don't know i just i guess um there's a lot of character in it, you know like the interiors the paint the wheels um they're just a, a little bit they're a little bit different you know they're a little bit different from the usual knockoff wheels or the the normal interiors really love the velvet button tuck um interiors uh padded everything ruffling um yeah so i guess that's why well i kind of speak for myself there that's why i love it um and i also love like the the bolt-on style wheels uh true classics true rays mclean's all that sort of thing yeah just all the character you know yeah yeah so so you know the trues and the true classics you know those are hard to get here you know mm. nos or og and if they are available they're a ton of money so you know do you i know you guys have been here a couple of times on trips do those yeah. do those end up being buying trips or do you or do you ship the stuff yeah. down yeah most of the time um every time we come out there we uh usually 
we are on a mission to buy stuff because it's just so hard to get here. Um, and mm. it is really expensive once you um, take into consideration the shipping and uh, taxes we have to pay at our end. But, um, yeah, it's just a passion. We just want to do it, you know, so we pay the money, get it done. <laughs> yeah. Well, yesterday when you were doing the walk around with your car with me, you know, I mean, you, you, you stressed the notion of being period correct. Yeah. So, so talk to me about, you know, does Carnales, do you guys sit down and discuss in your meetings, period correctness, take into consideration history of low riding? Uh, you know yeah. what, this needs to be just this way. I mean, how much of that is discussed amongst you guys as a club? Yeah, it is talked about a lot um, amongst us, you know, and um, a big thing for me um, is not mixing up styles. Um, otherwise, it just looks like a bit of a mismatch and, you know, it just it doesn't doesn't work well and it just looks a little bit, bit weird. So I think with us all, we're all on the same page where we just think, yeah, we have to do, do things right. How did you come up with the name Carnales? <laughs> quick, quick, quick. Yeah, man. <laughs> Um, so yeah, yeah, we, we thought about it for, it was a, a long process of getting that name together. Um, hang, hang on, Kenny, excuse me. S some, some of, some of your folks are saying maybe you should turn off your Wi-Fi. Okay. If it cuts out again, it's, it's on them. <laughs> hang on. I'll give it a go. Eh? We got nothing to lose. Cool. Is that working? I can hear you, but the, the there we go. All right. Is that good? Yeah. Yeah, sweet. Okay. All right. Hey. All right. <laughs> Thank sweet. you. Thank you. All right. Yeah, so, 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 so now I have to ask the question in its original form. I, sure, know the, sure. I know the answer, but viewers who are seeing you with the name Carnales might be wondering, how is it that white guys from New Zealand came up with a name for their club, Carnales. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, so, yeah, like I was saying, it, it took um, a long time to really settle on the name. We just, um, we explored heaps of different names and um, everything else. But we always kept coming back to Carnales. So um, uh, we decided to go with that because we really thought the meaning behind it that suited us as being pretty much brothers you know we're we're so tight we thought we were just we were we were actually brothers um and then you know we we really respect the culture and everything you know it's all all with respect so um we thought that name we we ran with it man and um it seems to be working out really well we, well, yeah, nice. it is working out really well. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, to be going on 10 years with your cars, with the quality of rides that you're producing, with your activity, you know, yeah. with the period correctness and making sure that everything is done, in your words, just right, and clearly they are, um, you know, there's a lot to be said for what you're doing and how you guys are putting it down. So for sure, Thanks. man, maximum respect and well done. Thanks, man. Without yeah, doubt, that. sure, absolutely. So, Thanks. so I missed you guys on the first trip out here when you guys did like the whole California thing, right? The uh, you know yeah. you guys were up here, and then you yep. guys were you guys were down down uh, 
down south as well. Talk to us about about your experience here on the first trip and sort of that, you know, the ex exploration of California and lowrider scene, if you will. Yeah, cool, cool. So, yeah, a group of us came over um, starting off in uh, San Francisco. Um, yeah, man, it was it was an awesome time. We, we um, yeah, started in uh, San Francisco because we knew people up there. We stayed with them. But we hit the – one of the first nights we hit was the Niles Cruise night where we met a lot of people. It was cool, man. We, we still keep in contact with those people on Instagram uh, to this day. And um, – yeah, that was awesome. Then, then we shot down to LA and down to did a few car shows around there, and then shot down to um, uh, Chicano Park, um, and that was that was awesome, man. What an experience that was. So, yeah, through the whole journey, we've we've met a, a lot of people along the way, a lot of friends, and we still keep in contact. And every time we go back, we catch up with as many as those people as we can, you know. And um, yeah, it's it's been cool just to to really sort of get involved in the actual, um, the culture and, and how, I, how it's done in Southern California. Yeah. Nice. Can't so, so did, did you guys come with, were you here for Chicano Park Day? Yeah, yeah. Back in, I think that was 2015. Yeah. Wow, that's like five years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Long time, man. <laughs> nice, man. So when, so when you came out, so was the trip, specifically for Chicano Park Day and then you worked around you worked everything kind of around yeah. that yeah so, basically so tell so tell tell us about that because that's something that I'm I'm very interested in you know as that that's the anthropologist in me you know is looking at Chicano Park Day as really a pilgrimage for not mm. just not just Chicanos but from pe people that are interested in low riding culture and Chicano culture mm or aspects of Chicano culture from different parts of the world coming, because I met people from Australia. I, certainly there's, you know, a contingent from Japan that comes every year. So yeah. talk, to, talk to us about that, about how important it was for you to come specifically to Chicano Park. Um, yeah, well, I guess sitting here in New Zealand, we thought Chicano Park looked like what that that looked like the the show to hit that was the one that had the most the most culture um and, and we, we i what i saw of it it looked like a real celebration of the low riding culture as long as the, as well as the um uh chicano culture as well and um yeah so we just wanted to get along um have a look see how see how it's, see how it's all done and really get a feel for yeah what it, what it is all about you know and we thought that was the best place to to start yeah, and it just looked awesome, you know, all the cars, people, celebration happening. Look cool, man. And it's really overwhelming when, you know, you run into everybody there, you know. Everybody's yeah. there, and it's just like this whirlwind of, you know, hugs, high fives, you know, hey. Mm. You know, I mean, because it's just, you know, and it goes by so fast. I mean, for me, it's overwhelming, you know. Yeah. It's just because it's just so huge and so just and, and it's just a, a, probably for me personally, it's just it's the greatest event of the year, man. And, you know, it's it's, it's a bit it's a bummer that it was canceled this year. But, you know, everything else is, too. But um, but I was curious about that in terms of, you know, coming from, you know, 
literally around the world specifically for that. It really places, well, San Diego, you know, being where it is near the border, you know, mm. and the cross border connection with low riding, um, you know, it's just interesting what was very international with San Diego being Mexico to now it literally being a magnet for global low riding. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, man. And the whole time we felt welcome, you know, there wasn't any angst or anything towards us, you know, it was, it was really cool. Yeah. yeah. Welcome there, which, uh, yeah, it's cool. It's awesome, it's, man. That's the spirit of Chicano Park, man. It, we, we, yeah. would be, we would be remiss, you know, it would be against the spirit of the founding of that park and what that park represents sure. for people to not be welcome, you know? Yeah, so, totally. Yeah, right man. On, man. Love cool. It. Can't wait to get back. Cool. And then you fast forward a little bit to a couple years ago when you and I met at um and with Ross at yeah, yeah. Empire in LA. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that that was another trip again, man. Every trip we do is something different comes of it every time, you know. So that was just me and Ross um cruise along. The whole point was we were both having um both of our women were pregnant, so we thought this is our last chance to get out before we <laughs> before we locked down for a little while. Right. So yeah, we've done that. Um, yeah, that trip was pretty wild, man. Just the two of us, so we just did it all out. Um, the first day we were there, we shit, we hit like three three car shows, and then we met up with Ulysses from uh, Heatwave, and then we hit Whittier Boulevard that night. It was mad. <laughs> Never expected that. And that was just like, that was one of our sort of, our dreams come true. It was just hit, hit Whittier and um, rolling with Heatwave, man, old school style. That was, that was just perfect, man. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and then from there, like, you know, we, we met up with um, uh, a few people like Torvars. Um, uh, that was really cool. Um, we try and meet up with them every time. Uh, cool. And then, yeah, just, we did a whole lot of stuff, man. Bought a whole lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, brought it all home. Did Did you check out the Tovars uh, on Lowrider Magazine Garage Visit last yeah, Friday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing. Yeah, man. Oh, so that, cool. <laughs> crazy, crazy, man. It's like full on car show in the in the front of the house and in the driveway yeah. and in yeah, the yeah. back of the house and on the side of yeah. the house. Yeah, it's an so amazing cool. legacy there, man. So yeah. on so on that, you know, you talked about doing things correct. What, you know, and being exposed to like Lowrider Magazine and the movies and, and the media aspect of it, again, pre-social media. Yeah. What clubs did you look to to say, we want to be like that? Oh, yes, that's a tough one. I've always admired uh, Lifestyle Car Club. Yeah, they get down, man. Um, so that that's big influence for me in a way, and um, I guess in general though, just just low riding in general is there's so many car clubs and that that we yeah take that we look at and really respect and um, yeah, I think it's everything. You know, I can't really nail it down to one car club. Yeah. Okay. Well, if not a club, and and I wasn't that wasn't the intent of the question, but. Was there any particular cars specifically in lowrider history or in the magazines that you were looking at and going, you know what? That's how I want to be. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, not not sure. Like uh, for me, I've I've got I've got a bomb and I've got the Camaro. I've got my TV. They're all really different cars, and um, but I guess yeah, a lot of people have their own flavor, you know. Like I know a few few guys in the club love the Cadillacs. A few guys in the club love their bombs. Um, you know. Um, so I, I guess we've all got our own sort of style, but um, yeah, I guess from the beginning, um, when we started seeing the lowriders, there's always a '64 Impala. You know, juice. 64 Impala, that was always a thing. But when we get older and see a little bit more stuff happening, you see more cars like like the Thunderbird, like, I don't know, Monte Carlos, even the Camaro, you know, I wanted to bring that back. But I guess, yeah, there's not, I guess there isn't just one style that we're interested in, um, for myself anyway. I know yeah. a few guys in the club, they, they, they're set on their Cadillacs or a certain style, like the 90s style or the old school 70s, early 80s sort of style yeah if that answers your question <laughs> well I, I was talking about like specific builds right you know in other words uh, in other words you know like if like you know a a named car ah uh, uh, <laughs> uh no i can't i don't know i can't really answer that there's just so many cars out there that took inspiration right. from it no, it's it's all good, man. It's all, and I'm not trying to get you in trouble with the low no, world, you know. <laughs> but I mean, you know, like like for me personally, you know, I mean, as a kid, you know, being able to see Gypsy Rose on TV mm -hmm. every week, that that meant something to me, and that planted serious seeds for me yeah. on my writer trajectory, you know. And then when you see Gypsy Rose in person, you know, it's like I say. Gypsy Rose is like is the Muhammad Ali of low riding, right? The greatest yeah. of all time, you know. Yeah. You know, and and Gypsy Rose is on like this other level, mm -hmm. right? But you know, for me, I really like you know, I really like uh, you know, Lady Killer, the green Monte Carlo from uh, from Primera in in Japan. You know, yes. that's you know that was the car that that drew me to go to Japan. You know, and before I took one picture of the car. I just I just stared at it and walked around and studied it because I couldn't believe that I was seeing the car up yeah, close sure. and personal, you know. So, you know, but I mean, the truth is, and I think that we're on the same page with this, is you can really find inspiration in any car that you're looking at, you know, or any yeah, vehicle. Totally. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I guess that's the point I was trying to make. Yeah, any, yeah, exactly. Um, there's so much out there, man, and every car has its own own character. And um, yeah, I, for myself, I see bits and pieces, and I take those things and put it together because I think that's that's right in my in my in my mind, you know. But yeah, but yeah, Gypsy Rose, man, that that's top top of the game sort of stuff. There, that's something that that's a, a famous car, even in New Zealand. Everyone everyone knows Gypsy Rose. For sure, for sure, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, all right. The million dollar, the million dollar question. Yeah, man. You're a pollsterer. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know, very, very period correct. A pollster, yeah, yeah. Right, you know, so the '70s style, yeah, velvet, man. biscuit, tuck and yeah. roll. Talk to us about your upholster. Um. Yeah, so uh, one of the club brothers, it's actually his mum that does it. Um, she's She goes by the name Little D. <laughs> I 
she's cool, man. She's um, she, yeah, she doesn't does an amazing job. She's done a few cars in the club, um, including her son's car. Um, so basically, what I done when I had the Camaro done, I, I gave her the material, gave her a quick idea of what she what I was thinking. She ran with it and just just went ahead and done what she thought was right, and it came out amazing. Um, as far as I know, she's she's self taught. Um, she's yeah, I think she started doing things back back in the day for her friends back in the seventies for I don't know for bands and all that sort of thing. So I don't know much about her history, but I know I know she gets down. She's she's talented. I think most of it's done. Ninety percent of it of it is done by hand. Um, so it's a pretty special thing to have in our cars. I'm looking through the yearbooks for a picture that I could hold up, but oh, yeah. they're they're of the of the of the exterior of the cars, not necessarily the interiors. But yes. but for those of you who are watching who maybe haven't had a chance to go to the Carnales Instagram page or to Kenny's page, go check it out and you will flip out over these interiors, right? The wagon. Yeah. Oh, right. that does, the, yeah, that's next level. That right. car, she's down on that car, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. I, hope, I hope to get down there for my apprenticeship, too, with her, because... <laughs> yeah, man. Come down. More yeah. It's, she, does, she does amazing work, man. And, um, yeah. and, and your, cars, your cars are testament to, you know, just how much love she puts into what she's doing. It really, really sh shows through, man. So... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. thanks. Pass on your pass on your comments. Because the reality is, is that you know the seventies are back. You know, yeah. I mean, in the in the nine in the nineties, you know, I mean, when uh, I got a set of Nos Supremes from somebody who had totaled their car, they saw me in my in my Apollo and said, you know, I've got a set of of wheels that would look sick on your car. And I said, yeah. well, what are they? And then she said, they're Supremes. She charged me like two hundred bucks. Oh, for yes. a set of NOS Supremes, you know, and when I took him to the tire shop, the guy was like this like hippie biker looking guy. And he went, man, nobody's running these anymore. Nobody wanted those, you know? Yeah. And so right. and now I mean, good luck. Yeah, they're you back, know? man. They're, they're back and the 70s in, gen in general are back. And you know, I'm glad in many ways, because you know, that was the golden era of all of this truly man and so you know for you guys to be holding it down the way you're doing it and doing it period correctly that's it's it's a beautiful thing to see man for sure yeah thanks man for sure yes. so what yeah. was your first car uh my first car american car was a 46 chevy Fleetmaster that i've still got um so i got that for free actually um because yeah, the guy that had it, he's his daughter, her ex-boyfriend left it behind in a paddock. It was at a farm. It was just sitting in a paddock under trees. And the the guy who, the guy who uh, the farm it was, he said, "Tow it away before I bury it." So, um, yeah, man. So, me and my dad just shot in there, towed it away, and um, yeah, started working away on it. We got it. Yeah, it was pretty funny actually. Um, old man, he got it. We got it. And he said, oh, yeah, it'll be a project for me and me to work on. And I thought, oh, yeah, that's cool. He'll be working away on it with me. But that wasn't the case, man. He, 
he just told me how to do things and he took off. He, he didn't, but there's a, looking back, it's the best thing he could have done because now I've done all the work myself. I've learned a lot for all the cars that I'm, I've, I've got now. And um, yeah, I do most of the work myself. So yeah, man, it was the way to go. So your bomb was your first low rider? First low rider, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you have so you have the bomb and then you have the Camaro? Yeah. Yeah. And, and was the was the Camaro your second low rider then? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. Um so I got that. That was a muscle car, had the big fat wheels, all that sort of thing. Um but yeah, that I was inspired to build that based on old school pictures that I'd seen. And also there's a Camaro in Japan. And I thought, man, they just look so good laid out. So yeah, we went done it. I didn't know I'd take it to this to where it is now. You know, I thought it'd just be a quick little project, get rid of it. But yeah, it um, it it got out of control, and it it is what it is now. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a beautiful car, man. Thanks, man. And then and then and then third. The third one was the Thunderbird. Yeah, so. I don't know. I just, I just thought I had to have it. Came up for sale in New Zealand, and um, it was all original, original fifty thousand mile car. So beautiful condition, and um, picked that up uh, down in the South Island, bottom of South Island, and um, just road tripped at home over a week. It was probably one of the coolest trips I've ever done. And um, yeah, when I got it, it was bright red, had a vinyl roof, and all these funny little things on it. So I've repainted it and made it what I wanted, a nice clean OG sort of that paper plate sort of style lowrider. Yeah, clean. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And, um, and then got my uh, girlfriend's 63 Corvair as well, Corvair Coupe that we picked up. So keeps me busy, man. Four yeah, cars. Sure. <laughs> well, and then and then so so you do a lot of the work yourself, right? Like I know, yeah. I know on, on the, on the Thunderbird, right? Like, you know, you were in the, you were in the garage, you know, prepping yeah. and doing the, and doing the doors and whatnot. Um, yeah, so, yeah. you know, so do you, is the club self-contained in that, you know, one person does this, another person does that. And you guys all kind of work together within the club. Yeah, it is. It is kind of like that. We do have friends at the club as well that we we get involved, and they're they're happy to help out. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I do most of the work myself where I can. Um, if I can't, I just yeah get one of the club brothers or my actual brother to help me out. Um, yeah, and go from there. Otherwise, you know, it's it's expensive here, man. And if if I couldn't do a lot of it myself, uh, I don't know if I could. I could. I wouldn't have four cars. I know that's for sure. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. So, so, so there's Carnales. What other clubs are in New Zealand? Oh man, I should have researched that beforehand. But um, well, just so I mean, you don't have to give me the the entire list, yeah, but yeah. yeah, I'm just trying to figure out, like, you know, what is, you know, how big is the? Okay, let's do it like this then. How big is the scene in New Zealand? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think there's roughly i think there's roughly 10 clubs now um the community's pretty tight you know we probably pretty much know everyone in, in the low riding um in the low riding community community here so i could try to rattle the names off there's 
Cardinales, Old School Rides, um, Loyalty for Life, uh, there's uh, Unity, Us uh, is here now, um, uh, High Class is here, um, I, think, I think that's most of them. I think there's a couple new ones that I haven't, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure about, but um, yeah, yeah. Sorry if I missed anyone. <laughs> and then what big events do you guys have throughout the year? I know that you were talking to me about the Beach Hop. Yeah, yeah. So Beach Hop is probably the biggest car event in New Zealand. Um, so it's a mix of everything, hot rods, muscle cars, um, low riders. Yeah, so we all come together and it's held in a little beach beach town in New Zealand. That's it's awesome, man. Everyone's just on the, on this on this vibe that yes everyone's cruising just having a real good time so that's that's the one to hit that's where everyone goes just have a real good time it's just like a big party for about a week yeah and when does that happen um that should have happened end of march but because of this lockdown yeah it's cancelled till november i think wow yeah so yeah, is, man, that, is that kind of the last big event before you guys go into your winter season yeah pretty much that marks okay. the end of winter yeah yeah oh end of summer sorry yeah yeah and then we start up again it starts from about november yeah right through to to march and there's heaps of car shows throughout the year but that's that's probably the biggest one and another one it's one called kumu um hot rod festival you'll get down shoot up to it's good good time man nice nice yeah. Nice, man. Um, are you okay with people asking you questions? Yeah, yeah, go for it. In, in some of the feedback that I've been getting on these, I'm, I, it's, been, it's been brought to my attention that it would be cool to have the viewers be able to ask people questions. Yeah, yeah. So if you guys have questions, go ahead and put them in the comments and we'll see if we can get to them. Um, right on, man. So now your son, your son is just turned two years old right uh coming up to end of july yeah man right on so are there any pedal cars or tricycles or bikes in the works george uh, george nunez is saying george nunez is saying what's up kenny hey george what's up man yeah i met george when we went to um niles cruise night that time yeah yeah man right. <laughs> yeah it's cool um yeah no for Rocky, he's um, he's just he's so into cars, man. I can't go anywhere in the car, and he wants to jump in with me. So yeah, and he's always wants to jump in the lowriders. So that's cool. Um, in terms of pedal cars or bikes, yeah, it's not definitely on the cards. I need to do something for him. I need a candy painter's tricycle or do something like that, you know? <laughs> right on. Right yeah, on. it's definitely gonna happen. Excellent. Um, Donnie Alonzo. from Low Creations Car Club here in the Bay Area is asking, isn't Chulo 63 in New Zealand? Um, unsure. Okay. Unsure. All right. not, I've never, I don't think I've heard of that. Okay. Yeah. Right. Well, I'm going to find out for you, Donnie. I'm going to make it my mission to find, I can out. find out. Yeah, yeah. I can easily find out. <laughs> sure, for sure. For sure. Um, oh, yeah. Okay, good. So Adam Tyson... Okay, we're, we're here at Knights in Australia. 
Oh, there you go. Yeah, Ross. Right. <laughs> <Saving> the day. <laughs> Ross is our producer, fact finder. There you go. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Um, let's see. Um, Adam Tyson from Australia is asking, how long have you been pinstriping? Um, Beautiful work. What's that? Beautiful work? Oh, thanks, yeah. man. Um, started pinstriping about it was the early 2000s, so it's been almost, yeah, about 20 years, I think. Um, started, I wanted to get into it. My brother, I think he, he bought me a, a pinstriping kit for my birthday and a DVD. And um, from there, yeah, just got into it, self-taught pretty much. And um, yeah, I sort of, I'm taking it a little bit more seriously now. Um, yeah, so I enjoy it, man. It's cool. It's cool. Nice, man. Nice. Um, how has low riding grown there in the last few years? In the last, yeah, it's it's a funny one, eh? Um, it is definitely growing, but it's so expensive here too, you know, to get a car. Um, yeah, it is expensive and to get the parts for it. But man, it is definitely growing. And um, yeah, one thing, one thing that has happened with low riding um, early 2000s, I guess, it was quite frowned upon because the uh, hot rodding was, it was, it was the, the thing to be doing. But now hot rods, are, they're starting to really respect uh, what we're doing and, and the cars that are coming through. So it's cool to see. In the next generation, you know, um, a lot of them, like, they're getting into low riding. It's cool. Yeah, man. So it's coming up. Nice. So there's more unity just amongst car enthusiasts, regardless of hot rodding customs or yeah. or low yeah. riding. It's just everybody come, coming together under the umbrella. Yeah. We're car yeah. Definitely. Nice. There's a lot of respect. Yeah. For the different cultures, different car cultures around. Yes. It's really cool, man. Right on. It's always better when it's like that. You know, I, I think that, you know, it's, you know, events are much more enjoyable. You know, when everybody's coming together for the spirit of just being around and, you know, having pride for your cars and just the love yeah. of, the, of the car game, regardless of what you're doing or how you're doing it. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's it. Um, Mackenzie's asking, when is Kenny coming to the Dirty South to strip my car? <laughs> I'll be back, man. I'll come down and do it. Get down. Nice, man. <laughs> so do you have any plans on coming back to the United States anytime soon? Uh, definitely, but it's hard to say when, just because um, this whole lockdown thing. I don't think there'll be any flights going out, out, out of our borders for another 18 months or so. So, give me time to uh, save some money, you know, come back. But I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, always talk about going back. Andrew Lister is in here now, and he's saying, yo, Kenny, and giving you a strong arm. Oh, what's up, Andrew? <laughs> what's up, man? Thanks for being here, Andrew. Um, yeah, man. So, so tell us then, you know, you've, you've given us sort of the lay of the land of, you know, how lowriding de has developed and grown. Um, I'm asking everybody this question. What are your thoughts on where lowriding is heading in New Zealand and in general, man? I think it's, I think it's solid, man. Um, I think it's just going to keep, keep going. I don't think it's anything that's going to, gonna die out you know it's it's one of those things um you just get hooked and the next generation like my son our club my club brothers uh families and their, their kids they're all into it which is really cool so i think it's just going to keep growing 
Um, and you know, it's such a cool thing. It just, it brings happiness, you know? For sure. Can't be cruising with your friends in your cars. It's just, it's like therapy. So I think it's, it's yeah, it's just gonna get bigger. 100% man. So how many, roughly how many kids are in the mix with the club? Oh, probably, this is probably a good 15 to 20 maybe. Yeah, roughly off the top of my head. Cool. Are they building bikes or anything? I mean, I asked specifically about about Rocky, your son, but you know, does anybody have any bike projects in the works? Um, yeah, I know there there is a few. I know um, one of the club brothers, James Allen, his kids get down. They they go cruising on his his old lowrider bikes. And they're old, yeah, they're old like old school ones that he's built up, which is really cool to see. Nice. Um, but yeah, they're they're into it, man. They come cruising. We have our barbecues. They're all hanging out, playing with cars. Yes, it's cool. Do they show their bikes with you guys in the shows? Uh, not yet. Not yet. Um, I'd say that would be something coming, but they're all still still quite young, um, all of the kids. So, yeah, still very young families. But they, they'll get the bug, man. They'll start wanting to do things up. And, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. For sure. Yeah. Man, that, it, it's, really, it's really cool to see – you know, like, you know, people have been talking about model cars, you know, and just that progression from model, yeah. model cars to bikes to cars to multiple cars. I mean, it's it's really a beautiful thing, man. It takes me back to, to when I was a kid, you know, and I would watch my brother build models, you know, because he was older than me. He would take me to his friend's house and yeah. they, would, they would build models and then they would hop them by putting like water balloons underneath hooked to a fish tank hose with a <laughs> with the baby mucus sucker and that's yeah. how they would hop the car you know and, uh, and that was and that was that was influential to me as a kid you know and yeah. uh, you know it's like i've been saying to everybody and i think it's important to reiterate you know that you know we have to we have to be paying attention to the children you know and making sure that that we keep them involved and keep them incorporated and close to what we're doing, man, because without them, man, you know, they're, that's, that's the future yeah, of it gonna, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. going to help build the scene and keep, keep it going, you know? Right yeah. on, right on. Yeah. So let me ask you this because, and this question literally just popped into my head and I would like your thoughts on this. You know, you had mentioned that rap videos and movies were your were your exposure to low riding and yeah. and you know now being a low rider for all of these years how has reality matched up to how low riding was portrayed to you in movies um yeah it's a bit a bit different you know you got like the gangster rap rap videos all that sort of thing nothing like that i guess we take some of the style but but not really <laughs> um yeah, yeah, it's hard to say because movies and video clips always portray this whole. The majority of them portray this whole gangster lifestyle, which yeah, um, I'm <laughs> that's not me at all. So yeah, yeah, but um, then you see when you when we go visit, you know, we see this other side. It's all family. Um, everyone's cruising, the kids, everyone's hanging out, having a good time, barbecuing. So. Um, for us, that's that's how we do it, man. It's yeah, that's the best way to do it, man. Yeah, yeah, totally. Sure. Yeah, man. For sure, for sure. 
Um, do, so do you have a, you have a day job then, obviously, because you were at work when we talked yesterday. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, so what pays the bills for you? So, you yeah, so I'm a graphic designer, trained graphic designer. I, um, I've got a business in, in Hamilton here um, that I run. So that's what keeps me busy, man. That's how, yeah, that's what pays for my passion. So you're yeah. a graphic designer? Yeah, yeah. Right on. So the visuals then, I mean, it's a, it's a natural progression then, right? In terms of yeah. like, you know, you know, how your eyes trained and how your brain thinks, you know, yeah. being able to see something for what it will be as opposed to, you know, yeah. what, what it is in its current state. You can visualize the end, the end product, right? That man, that's, that's it. And I'm, I'm pretty particular. <laughs> so it's got to look perfect to me. Eh? Yeah. Well, that makes sense too. I mean, given your pinstriping, you know, and your builds, that's, that's good stuff, man. Yeah. Thanks, man. For sure. For sure, man. So, yes. so the other thing that I wanted to ask you about is, you know, on your, on your trips here, I know that you guys, you guys like to stop at Greenspan's. Oh uh, yeah. 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 Always. <laughs> so uh, how, how was your first visit to Greenspan's? Um, yeah, it was, it was crazy, man. Like we'd seen pictures and all of that sort of thing and heard a lot about it before we actually went there. Um, this is our first trip we went back in 2011 and, um, yeah, we, we went in and I was, I was blown away. I was excited, man, but I didn't know what to expect, but going in there, it's just like, holy shit, what is this place? I've just never seen anything like it. And, um, yeah. <laughs> We yeah got looking around and got talking to uh, Evan and and his son and yeah it's cool man we, we whenever we go back they always remember us it's cool it's really yeah. cool you yeah. so you so you have to have the car parts buying money in the right pocket and you have to have the Greenspan's budget in the left pocket <laughs> pretty much man yeah 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 it's like that <laughs> it it was funny, man. The last time, the last time we went in there, I went in there to buy Pendleton's and then, yep. and then my son asked me, he was like, well, can I get a Pendleton? And I went, yeah, I guess, you know? And then my wife was like, well, wait a minute, I want a Pendleton. And I was, so it was, it was rough, you know, I mean, yep. as rough as it can be in Greenspan's. And we, when we left, you know, my wife was like, oh my God, you know, we just spent that much money. And I said, yeah, and I didn't even get into any shoes and I didn't even go buy the hats. Yeah, you know, yeah. It could have been way worse, so. Yeah, man. Yeah. But, you know, I've still got yeah, my it's shoes. A it's a I great bought. place, man. Yeah. I still got my shirts that I bought back in 2011 and they're still like brand new. They last forever. My right. people still love them. Yeah, man. For sure. Well, in my case, the problem was, was I lost all that weight. So then none of my Pendleton's fit me anymore. Uh, so I had oh, dropped really? all that weight and then <laughs> oh, had man. all these Pendleton's. Yeah, man. So I ended, I ended up having to, having to get rid of them, but, um, yeah, damn. So, so my friend Joe is asking, how did it feel when you came here and saw the culture different from where you come from? So, how did you, how did you, what, what, what was your reaction to the differences in, I don't know, low riding culture there versus here, or 
New Zealand culture versus American culture, however you want to take um, it? Yeah, that's an interesting one because I guess um, New Zealand, we, we kind of do have, we, we have our own culture, but we do things quite similar to what you guys do over in California. Um, obviously, you've got the Chicano um, community. Yeah, we've got the, the New Zealand Maori community, with, which is kind of, there's a lot of similarities, which is quite cool. But in general, yeah, it was, um, it was just quite similar, to be honest. But you guys obviously do it your way. Um, yeah, it was just cool, cool to see it. And yeah. Okay. He's he, he's asking a follow up question. Did you feel out of place? No, not really. Because we all the people that we we visited and hang, hung out with, we all share the same passion, and we're, it's, it felt like we we're all on the same level, which is really cool. The conversations just flowed. We've made friendships, you know. Um, yeah, so it was awesome. And, and I think that social media kind of buffers that. Yeah. Yeah, you know, totally. in that we all we all see each other and we follow each other and we quote unquote know each other from yeah. Instagram, you know, and then when we see each other, it's like, you know, it's like, hey, you're, you know, it's like, I'm John. Oh, low ride worldwide. Or, you know, when, you know, it's yeah. like, you know, we know everybody by their Instagram handles. So it's it yeah. for me, it's fun to actually meet people face to face in person, you know, because that's really what it's about. You know, I mean, yeah, social totally. media. Social media shrinks the world and puts it, you know, right here, you know, but no, nothing, nothing, nothing beats the handshake, you know, it's just, it's totally, yeah. yeah, yeah, nothing beats it. You can't, you, you don't get the same vibe through social media, you know, being there is just, you're getting all the, uh, all the vibe. It's cool. Right yeah. on. Um, one more, quite a couple more here. Um, what was your favorite place that you visited in the United States? Um, favorite place. Um, uh, it's always, I love, love just going to LA, but the reason I love going there is because I've got quite a few contacts there. Um, so I just love going there and catching up with everyone that we've met there and become friends with. Yeah. LA, LA County and everywhere. Yeah. Right yeah, on. Man. And then, um, Donnie is saying, the San Francisco Lowrider, the San Francisco Lowrider Council invites you to King of the Streets 2021. Oh, bad. Yeah, man. <laughs> so, All right. there you go. I'll keep a lookout. See what I right can do. Right on. Right on. And awesome. Angelo, is, Angelo is saying hello. Oh, man, Angelo. Angelo's the one that hit me up and told me about Niles Cruise Night when we were in San Fran. So, yeah, what's up, man? Hope you're all good. It was right cool. On. Was right, on. right on. Right on. Thanks for being in here, Angelo. We got to get you on one of these. Yeah. So, so let me ask you, man, because, you know, favorite places, you know, that you visited. So where was your favorite place to eat Mexican food? Um, oh, we, we ate at a lot of Mexican places. Um, <laughs> the one place uh, me and Ross went to quite a bit on our last trip was King Taco in um, Long Beach. Yeah, man. Got down there. And even we went to a few uh, food trucks. Went to this food truck with um, the Heatwave guys. Ulysses took us to uh, somewhere in, around Whittier, I think. And, man, that was, that was awesome. Yeah, so just the food in general, eh? we love it, man. 
Yeah, man. So many yeah. places in New Zealand can get it right like that. It's it's funny. It's funny because the whole food truck thing has become food trucks, right? It's become like gourmet. It's become yeah. like you know, it's become it's it's become this thing, right? But you know, when I was a kid, it, they were just taco trucks, you know, and yeah, um, yeah. and yeah, you still you know, and everybody has their favorite. But man. Instagram has given me a two minute warning, man. So we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up. Okay. So so I'm gonna give you the last word, man. You know, is there anything that you want to let people know that we haven't covered already, or you know, something that you really wanted to say, or coming in here and said, you know what, I want people to know this. Yeah, cool, cool. Um, yeah, I guess. Yeah, going by the Carnales, we 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 do it for the passion, you know. It's all all in respect for the culture, and yeah, um, I think we do well, you know, uh, based on um, how hard it is to do things here, and uh, yeah, but it's all all love and respect for for everyone involved, and yeah, cool man. Shout out to everyone I've met. Oh, is that working all right? What was the last? What was the last thing that you said? Because there was like a beep. Just um, uh, shout out to everyone that I've met on the trips, and um, yeah, it's was, it was awesome meeting everyone. Yeah, nice. Look forward to getting back over there to to catch up again. Right on, man. Well, Kenny, it's always a pleasure talking to you, man, and I really appreciate you coming on to do this. You know, no, um, you. you know, I'm glad that I was able to connect with you guys via the internet and meet you in person. And thank you so much for my Carnales yearbooks. I really hey. appreciate it, man. These are wonderful gifts that I treasure. And, um, you know, you guys also gave me the, the topper. I really appreciate yeah, yeah. that. So thank you so no much. Problem. Best of luck to you and your family. You know, Dude. big hug to Rocky. And we'll catch you on the next one, man. Thank you. Sounds good. Thank you very much. Take it easy. share on your social media outlets with your friends, family, strangers on the street, whomever. Thanks for supporting the podcast. We look forward to bringing you more episodes dedicated to global lowriding culture. My name is John Uloa, and we'll catch you on the next one.